Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of In The Stands. I'm Jack Kelly and I'm here with Tana Martin. How are you, Tana? Yeah, I'm good, bro. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, how's the weekend of footy for you? Um, you know, got some points on the board, didn't you? Yeah, well, work with the footy, so it's pretty impossible to score when the ground and the ball's both wet. So, yeah, did the best of what we could and didn't come up with any points, but still up those points on the ladder so glad we're still in the top eight um how does it feel that you and the storm scored the same amount of points last week and the storm had a buy um moving on to teamless tuesday analysis who have we got first game of the round jack um we're getting magical this round you know there's magic in the air i can smell it um bulldogs raiders um, so with the doggies, pretty much, uh, sorry, Max King comes back from a rib injury and he comes in for Harrison Edwards. So hopefully none of you's brought Harrison Edwards in. Um, Carl Olapau is named on the bench again after Olapu. hitting 20, Olapu, sorry, I should know that. He actually, he was pretty good off the bench last week, scored 26 in his debut. Um, another young half that the Broncos let go and they'll be regretting in three years time. So, um. <laughs> Good one, boys. Um, how about the Raiders, Tana? Yeah, my man, Sebastian Chris, continues to deliver. Got a try with 44 points last weekend. So two the two weeks I've had him, he's got 61 and 44. Not too bad. His break-even's 12. Wouldn't recommend bringing him in now with Savage named on the wing. So it'll be his first game of the season. Wouldn't bring Savage in this week. I do think he will eventually go to fullback. So, yeah, just keep your eye on that because Savage does um, have a break-even of 33. So being on the wing, that could um, reduce his price a little bit. So you could get him at a bit of a discount when he's at fullback. Uh, you got Tarpany there. He was one that a lot of people have traded out recently, um, averaging 51 points. He's break-even 65. So, yeah, he's just he's going down in price a bit but could be someone you could pick up just before origin given the fact that he's a kiwi so yeah he could be a bit of a choice there hudson young his break even is now 39 and he scored 59 on the weekend so he's definitely one you can look at definitely a pod option he's 1.4 percent owned and yeah he's a gun so i definitely think he's someone to look at so yeah apart from that not too fantasy relevant there really to talk about the Raiders uh, in saying that Corey Hallsborough scored 77 points on the weekend but once again he's a Raiders forward so he could get 71 minutes last week but he also got 32 minutes in round five so you know he's going to be alternating his minutes a bit because of Ricky Stewart so probably wouldn't be a bit of a risk to get him so yeah that's it with the Raiders. Yep. All right, on to the next game. We got Manly Broncos, um, home game for Manly at Suncorp. And, you know, yet again, Broncos, you know, another away game at Suncorp or at a neutral ground, you know. But the NRL aren't looking out for them at all, I'm telling you. Um, no way. Um, so I'll start us off with Manly. Um, Tommy Turbo's name to play after he was um, ruled out late last week due to a groin injury, you know. 
Turbo seems to get injured everywhere in the legs. So, um, you know, something about that speed to burn just, you know, triggers something. But um, his brother, Jake's out, and that sees Sean Kepi promoted to the run-on side. At 381k, he does look like an appealing option. However, um, I wouldn't bring him in. Jake wouldn't be out for too long, and Kepi is just isn't a high upside scorer. Um, Brad Parker and Kohler come back into the 17, and that sees Morgan Harper and Christian Tuopolo do um, drop out, and um, Benny Turbo is named on the bench. Yeah, apart from that, um, nothing really changes with the Manly team. How about the Broncos, Tana? Oh, with the Broncos, Peyton Haas, 8,622 people sold him last week, so his ownership did go down a bit. I feel like if you kept him, uh, it'll be good to have him back in the side after he's back from suspension. Uh, Reese Walsh scored 23 on the weekend, which was pretty disappointing for someone of his standards. But don't go trading him out. He's still a gun, so they play Manly this week. Manly a pretty good team, but yeah, I think Walsh will definitely bounce back from that. Like he's He's better than that, so expect that to be his lowest score of the year. Just about... Carrigan's got a break-even of 43, so leading into Origin, don't sell him um, yet, if you are going to sell him. So yeah, I'd hold on to him for a couple more weeks. I still think he's got money to make, and yeah, he's a gun, so his form will keep going up. Uh, yeah, that's it with the Broncos there. Jack, how about the next game, the game of the round? People are calling it. <laughs> well, um, after the effort Panthers put out last week... Um, wouldn't be. I'm going Warriors thirteen plus. Um, Thank you. So yeah, yeah. You start us off with the Wars. You talk about your boys. All right. Yeah. Pretty exciting. So Chans is back at fullback, which is very nice. Dylan Walker stays at six, since we don't have any halves. Are all injured. Sean Johnson. He um dropped in price last week. Dropped by nineteen k. He's got to break even a seventy this week. So. He's going to drop a little bit more, which is good because the origin period's coming up. Warriors have one bye from rounds 13 to 19. I think they have the one bye there. So I know they do have one just before 13, but yeah, during that period where um, the rules are you play 13 players or some rounds it's 17 players, he could be really handy there given the fact that he only misses one round. So yeah, he will drop some some cash before before that period, which is good to see. Toe Harris is back at 13. Jackson Ford continues to be a nice little cash cow. He's got a break even at 32, so he's going to max out soon with him averaging 41 points. So keep hold on to him. Fanua Blake, he's been putting up really good scores. I do think it's because Tohu's been absent. Like, he scored 65 last week. And then against the Storm, he got 80 with a try. So, yeah, he's played over 70 minutes the last two weeks. But, yeah, Tohu's back now. So, if you don't have Vanilla Blake, don't bring him in. He's 735k, which is the most expensive I think he's ever been. So, probably not the time to bring him in, especially with Tohu back. But, yeah, apart from that, that's it. How about the Panthers, Jack? Um, so Tyrone Peachy keeps that center spot after scoring 27 
Um, Zach Hosking is also peaked in term. Like he might have peaked in terms of making money. He's got a break even of fifty six, but he's worth holding with how well he scores. Um, I think last week he scored forty nine in a wet weather game where the Panthers weren't really doing much. So when you're slipping off tackles and you know aren't hitting those holes, you usually do an attack. That's not a bad effort. Um, so hold on to Hosking through Origin. Um, Spencer Linu has been listed in the reserves for the time being with Lindsay Smith keeping his spot on the bench. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it with the Panthers. On to Sharks Dolphins, you know, battle of the sea animals. Um, I'll start us off with the Sharks. So we got Dal Finucane coming back from suspension, which means Cam McInnes bring, um, goes back to the bench and he'll definitely lose minutes this week. And he's only really averaged 46 over the past three weeks. So if you brought McInnes in, um, unlucky. Um, Nico Hines is going to go up in value again with a break-even of 66 in the way he's scoring. Like, you know, it's ridiculous. Like, um, I was waiting for him to slow down and clear it to kind of claw it back. But, you know, Nico's just at another, at another level this year. And I think it would be ridiculous if he doesn't play Origin. Um... But yeah, that's pretty much it with the Sharks. How about the Dolphins turn up? Yeah, Connor Connolly Lamello scored ninety three last week with two tries, so I think he's gonna be a very popular trade in option this week. So yeah, keep an eye out for him. They do have Kenny and Jesse in the front rows, so yeah, my only concern before Teamless got announced were that Kenny and Kafusi were gonna play second rows with Lamello on the bench, but yeah, they put Kenny and Jesse at front row, so yeah, so Lamella will look to play, uh, continue play eighty minutes. Yeah, so if you're gonna bring him in, like he's got a break even of two, so you can't really go wrong there. He's always gonna score around at least that forty. Like, don't expect ninety from him week to week, but yeah, he's definitely gonna make you some good money. And the Dolphins do have a good buy schedule during Origin, so only that one buy between thirteen and and 19, so could be a handy player during that time. Uh, apart from that, not too much to talk about there with the Dolphins. Yep. Yeah, I've got nothing to add there. Um, just want to mention, though, the Dolphins' feeder club, the CQ Capras, are still <laughs> undefeated. And, um, yeah, there's a good chance that... Is that, that... eight straight? Well, I think Is it's seven. Eight? I think we're seven and oh, because we had the bye. Oh, yeah, true. Um, so, you know, don't be surprised if a few Capra's players debut over the next few weeks because they will just, you know, replicate that dominance into the Dolphins team. So <laughs> keep keep an eye out for some debuts there. Um, 100%. Saturday night, we got Storm Rabbitohs. I'll start us off with the Storm. Um, Harry Grant's been... We have, we've, we've came off the bye, so there's not really too much to add. But, um, you know... Based off Anzac Day, like Harry Grant had a huge one, and he's best hooker in fantasy by far, averaging 64. Um, not really a trade-in, especially with Origin coming up, but, um, you know, real recognises real. Um, Nelson had a huge game back from injury on Anzac Day. He dropped 57, and at 670K, you know, if you think he can keep it up, it's decent value. I don't think he will just because Bellamy doesn't, like to give Nelson like that huge minute role and Nelson was also like getting a ridiculous amount of offloads so 
Um, not someone I'd bring in, but you know, just want to acknowledge that huge performances from him as well. Um, yeah, talk to us about the bunny startup. Yeah, very interesting. Jai Arrow's gone to the bench. So he scored 37 last week, got 43 minutes. I know he was a popular trade-in option a couple of weeks ago when he was starting front row when there was no Totola. But yeah, now he's got a break-even of 49. So if you have Jai Arrow, I reckon I'd probably get him out. I don't think he's going to reach that break-even. Maybe give him, a, give him a week to see how many minutes he gets off the bench. But yeah, if I was in that spot, I'd probably be trading him out. Yeah, they got Host and Cheekam there in the second rows and then Sele and Totola. In the front rows, uh, Cam Murray continues to disappoint. Honestly, I don't know what he's doing. Like, 45 points last week. Can I just add something in, though? Yeah. He got sin-binned, so that's minus 10 there. Yeah. And then didn't didn't play his usual 80. Um, So. But, like, the week before, he got 47. Yeah. Like, he's just... Not up to standard if you're considering it was, like, one of the best fantasy options. Yeah, like I did put a lot of trust into him round one when I started with him. And yeah, ho- hopefully he can deliver me something before I trade him out. Origin period, because yeah, he's not he's not doing it for me. But yeah, he'll get 80 this week if he doesn't get sent off again. So yeah, hopefully he can, he can bounce back from that. So if you have him, don't trade him out. Um, he's too, too valuable. But yeah, apart from that, uh, Isaac Thompson does not seem to be um, being put in, put back into that Rabbitohs wing. So Tane Milne seems to have that spot now. So if you've got Isaac Thompson, it's probably time for him to go. But yeah, apart from that, that that's it. Yeah. All right. Tigers Dragons Sunday at Suncorp. Um, Jareem Bill is the best cash cow in fantasy. Scored forty five last week, and you know. One of the best performances I've ever seen from a young player, you know, to knock off the reigning premiers, to come into a mm. side where I know he played the week before, but, you know, hadn't won a game all season. No one expected him to do what they didn't, you know. Bill had an absolute blinder, and he has a negative four break even. So at 290K this week, he is definitely best cash cow in fantasy. So get him in your teams. Um, meanwhile, Coruscant is actually, you know, coming, coming back to the field. Sorry. Um, he's playing really well. There we go. He's averaging <laughs> 55 points per game. And, you know, after that rough start to the year, it's really good to see for Appy. And he could be a potential pod through Origin. Um, I know the Tigers don't have a very good buy schedule, but oh, and Coruscant will play Origin. Don't worry. Don't listen to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, John Bateman is almost getting in a price range where he would be very appealing to bring in. So... At 682k, um, yeah, definitely worth a shot soon. Um, how about the Dragons, Tyler? Yeah, with the Dragons, Jack DeBellin's been been killing it. Last week he got 76 points and did not go off. He played 80 minutes, so he plays front row this week. A um, bit interesting. Yeah, they've got Billy Burns as that second rower, and they put Jack Bird to 13, so... Still think Jack DeBellin will play a lot of minutes. So will Jack Bird as well. Because, yeah, they have Molo, Murdoch Masilla and Kerr as their forwards. And Murdoch Masilla and Kerr are both predominantly 
edges, I believe. So, yeah, and Blake Laurie's a, a big man, so I think he needs he needs the breaks a lot more than DeBellin. So I think DeBellin and Jack Bird will continue to to kill it on that in terms of fantasy. Uh, Tyrell Sloan, you know, he's just a bit too up and down for me. I got him out a couple of weeks ago, but... Yeah, he is up to 445k, which is as high as I probably see him going. Um, yeah, break even at 36. He got 18 last round. He just, unless he scores a try or just does something freakish, like he literally, his score doesn't move. So if you, if you do have him, I reckon this is about as expensive as he's going to get. I would trade him out. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's just a bit frustrating, I believe. But yeah, apart from that, dragons not too much else to talk about. Yep. All right, on to the last game. No, not the last game. On to second last game. We got Roosters Cowboys. Um, for the Roosters, Brandon Smith's been named. Um, despite being taken to hospital last week as a precaution for a neck injury. Um, but, yeah, Cheese has been very good, and he will be um, he should be on everyone's radar to bring in just before Origin. This is probably the cheapest you'll get him. And he's actually started to score points. So, um, you know, yeah, I think he's scored above 40s the past four weeks or so, which is above his break-even. So for Brandon, that's really good to see. Um Teddy's coming back into some form as well. He's scored 56 and 41 in the past two weeks. And at 573K, that's the cheapest you'll get him. Um, but yeah, there's also the fact that he'll play Origin. So um, yeah, probably wouldn't bring him in for overall players. But if you're a head-to-head player, he'd definitely be a good option. Um, how about the Cowboys, Tana? Yeah, with the Cowboys, Scott Drinkwater is finding a little bit of form. I know he's... He was a bit of a popular option after he got that score of 63 in round 8. So, yeah, got 41 last week, which is pretty good. So, he's got a break even now of 26. So, I see him rising in price for the next couple of weeks. So, if you want him, get on that now. Reese Robson, uh, yeah, he he went well. Um, last week, he got 51. So, sort of what you'd expect from him. Uh, he sort of just floats around that around that 50, occasionally gets 30, and then occasionally gets 70, you know. But, yeah, if you got him, keep him. Cowboys have a good buy schedule. Don't have a buy till around 16, which is very good. Uh, yeah, with their, with their forwards, it's just a bit confusing with what they're doing. Like, Cotter got 35 minutes last week, got score of 22. So, yeah, if you had Ruben Cotter, like, that's just pretty unlucky because, yeah, it's just unheard of for him to get, like, that amount of minutes, whereas Drake, Jake Granville got 53, which, yeah, I don't know what Todd Payton's doing, to be honest, but uh, the for the 12-year-olds, Nanai suspended, so Helium Lukey goes onto that edge. But yeah, not too fantasy relevant as Nanai will go straight in when he's back. So, yeah, not too much to talk about there. Just, yeah, unlucky for Rupert Cotter owners. And, yeah, probably wouldn't bring him in 
Ruben Cotto, just with Origin coming up and just the uncertainty of his minutes at the moment, it's just, yeah, a bit, bit um, iffy. So, yeah, that's it with the Cowboys. Yep. All right, on to Titans Eels. Um, with the Titans, we're doing this again. AJ Brimson's out with a hamstring injury again, and Jaden Campbell gets another run at fullback. And at 458Ks, a decent trading option. I'm really torn if I want to bring him back in because he can score, but I'm not sure how long Brimo's out for. It shouldn't be anything longer than four weeks, and the Titans should have a buy in that time. So, um, yeah, it's really annoying. And then um, Cam Pereira's still got money to make, though. 41 last week, and, yeah, he's still owned by 30% of owners. So for those owners out there, I'd be holding on to Cam Pereira. Um, also, Tanner Boyd, after his 56 last week, he shot into a heap of form, and he made 46K last week, up to 631K, which is what we wanted from Tanner um, before the season started. So, the, you know, getting to that 600K, he's already exceeded what we wanted from him. So if he can get to that around 700K through Origin, you know, that'd be unbelievable. Bridge him to and gun. Um, but, yeah, talk to us about Paratona. Yeah, Para's a bit of an interesting one. And, you know, they're not scared to change up the team now before the game. But Davey is starting at second row with Madison and Cartwright on the bench. So, yeah, that's that's weird. I, if you got Madison, definitely keep him. Like, off the bench last year, he was a gun. Like, he st- came on after 20 minutes, played 60. Like, he was still a beast. Jermaine Hopgood. He seems to be coming back into form now that they're putting back to starting lock. So, yeah, I wouldn't say he's a trade-in Hopgood just with what happened last time, how he was going really well and then all of a sudden they just benched him. But, yeah, just because they have Hopgood and Madison and, like, they just got too many good players, really. The Eels, that they can't really make up their minds. So, once again, we see a different sort of pack with... Davy in there and Madison on the bench and also Cartwright so yeah just really uncertain at the moment but if you do have Hopgood or Cartwright or Madison or any of those I wouldn't trade them out but I also wouldn't trade them in so yeah just just watch to see what they do watch to see the team that they run out with and yeah decide from from there next week whether you keep your Madisons and or trade in your Hopgoods so yeah, give that a week and just see what they do. All right, on to the multis of the week segment. We are joined by Rockhampton Brothers superstar Ethan Boswood. How are you, Ethan? Yeah, good, lads. How are we? Well, Not thanks. Too bad. It's good to hear. We'll start. We'll start off with you, Bozzy. What is your multi of the week? I think, I think after Penrith's performance last week, they're going to bounce back. So I've got Penrith head to head. Uh, Toe anytime try score and Crichton anytime try score. It's four dollars seventy five odds. So I think it'll be good to jump on. Quadruple your money. That's it. That's it. I like that. Like the reasoning behind it as well. Just... Makes me want to put a lot of money on it. On the uh, on the sports bet boys, you tend to get up more often than not, don't you? Absolutely. And a boy. Specializes in dogs. Yeah, up the doggies. 
How about you, Jack? What's your multi of the week? You always play it safe. Come on, tell me what your one dollar thirty odds multi is this week. Yeah, so this multi's pulling a dollar and five cents. Nah, um, two dollar odds. Got a three legger for the Sharks Dolphins game. I've went Ronaldo to score a try over thirty two and a half total match points and Sharks seven and a half first half head start. Um, Sharks are one of the best first half teams in the comp. They team tend to just blow teams out of the water. So I don't think they'd be down by more than a try. And yeah, um, you know, Sharks are putting over 32.5 by themselves and the Dolphins tend to find themselves in some high-scoring games at the moment. So, you know, I feel like Ronaldo's the only leg that's a little bit sussy, but yeah, he should get over. Yeah, nice. I like that. What have you cooked up this week, Tart? Yeah, just got a little bit of a tripod, three-legger, Melbourne 1-12. to Isaiah Tass to score... Nelson to score. That's paying eighty seven dollars. Put two dollars on it. Power play it. That's two hundred and four dollars. That's a holy trinity right there. It is. Melbourne one at twelve always happens. Isaiah Tass. He's a center. He's gonna score. And Big Naz, like seriously, who's gonna stop him? I mean, maybe Cam Murray, but um, eighty seven dollars. Yeah, let's put a dollar on it. Honestly. Definitely. If you're feeling ballsy, ten. You know, exactly. if you got some, if you got some titanium nuts. Put a hundred on it. Yeah, right. That. Um. Thanks for joining us, Ethan. That's all right. Hopefully, your multi gets up. Thank and you. Yeah. Hopefully, you're back on next week with a successful punt. Should be. See you, lads. See you, mate. See you, Bozzy. All right. On to uh, this week's buy, hold, sell. Um. You buy Tanner. Sorry. Ah, uh, who are you buying this week, Tanner? Oh, who's by this week? Joey Manu is, uh, yeah, he is in a bit of form. And at 5'8", he is killing it. And I do not see Sam Walker getting his spot back in the halves. So, Joey's got a 29 break-even. He scored 64 on the weekend with zero try involvements, just purely from tackles, tackle breaks, and stuff like that, offloads. So, yeah, he's just... He's a gun, and I think he needs to be in every team, especially with that dual position, and Roosters have a good buy schedule, and he won't be playing Origin, so I think he's a must-have um, right now. So, yeah. Who who are you buying? I'm buying Jareem Bula. Um, 290K, and the way he's been scoring... Like, it, he hasn't relied on tries at all. So, in his first game, he scored 32, but he had five tackle breaks and 177 run meters. And with two errors in there, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's solid base, which is what we're looking for. And then last week in a wet-weather footy match, which a fullback typically shouldn't score well in, he had 100 run meters, a try saver, a try assist, and eight tackles, and a forced dropout as well. And at a negative four break even, you've got nothing to lose there. Um, he's got that fullback spot locked up at the Tigers. I think they finally found their, found their man there. Um, you know, Dane Laurie wasn't doing it for him. And yeah, um, yeah, Bula is definitely a buy this week. You'd be silly not to bring him in. Nice. All right, who are you holding on to this week, Tarnal? I'm holding on to Ryan Madison. Obviously, he was sick last week with the flu. Must have been pretty bad. And this week, he's named on the bench. Um, yeah, wouldn't let that turn you off him. I think he will start. Like, the the Eels like to do that. They, with their bench players, 
on the starting 13 come game day, but even if he is on, on the bench last year, he showed that it doesn't matter. He still puts up 50s, 60s, so he's just as good off the bench as he is starting. So, hold hold Maddo. He's, he's a gun, so, yeah, just keep hold on to him, even if he's named on the bench this week. Yeah, it's all good. He's still going to produce those big scores. So, how about you, Jack? Um, I'm going to be holding on to Joseph Tarpany this week. So, I know a lot of people would be wanting to sell him after scoring 47 last week and 36 the week before their buy. Um, I would not be selling Tarpany. Ricky Stewart's been a bit weird with the minutes. And, look, scoring around that 47... There was a three-week stretch from round two to round four where he went 63, 56, and 64 in the similar minutes. It's just the past couple of weeks. He hasn't been replicating the same. Um, last week, he brought out a 47 when he had zero tackle breaks and not a lot of offloads, which is you know still decent to see. And he's a Kiwi, so he doesn't play Origin. And the next couple, like Raiders have a good buy schedule. And they play Dogs, Para, Manly, Rabbitohs, Tigers, and Warriors before their next buy round. So expect Tarpany put up some solid scores. And um, yeah, I would not panic with Joseph Tarpany. Yeah, no, so I definitely agree with that. All right, Tana, who are you selling this week? Who is getting? Week, um, I'm selling Dry Dry Arrow. He's got a break even of forty nine. He's on the bench, and he just hasn't been given those minutes in the last couple of weeks. So I think he's going to drop in price. And, yeah, I just think there's there's players around his his price, which is 630k, that are just a bit better at the moment. And having Joe on your team is just, just a bit of a waste of that money. Like, yeah, I, if I was someone with Jairo, I'd definitely be trading in, like, a Jack DeBellin who's... 668k so not that much of a of a jump up there like you even got Horsburgh there if you want to take a risk who's cheaper than Jai Arrow but yeah I think at the moment you just can't really like have someone on the bench that isn't known to score well off the bench and isn't getting the minutes at the moment so yeah if I had Jai Arrow I would be trading him out this week how about you Jack? Um, I'm getting rid of another Rabideau. Um Isaac Thompson. He's been dropped from the side. And um, yeah. he, he did have a decent buy schedule. And he actually had been scoring solid up to the point where he got that ankle injury. And um, Tane Milnes seemed to lock down that spot. So, yeah, I just don't want a red dot, especially with all the buy players. So I'd just be getting him out of your side. Definitely a good flip for Bula if you don't have Bula. 100%. Alright, thanks for listening to this week's episode of In The Stands, guys. Um, tune in next Tuesday. Thank yous. Thank you. Y'all not pop.